0: clow and john middick hello my name is john middick of sharpenedartist.com and i'm joined you'll never guess by lisa clow of Lock fine art so lisa how are you today
1: i'm good it's nice and warm so very good I'm like a lizard. I, hope, I like the heat.
0: Yeah, I hope you don't have your window open or something or is it fair out there? I don't know.
1: Um, it's It always
0: seems like it's probably in the 90s. Well,
1: it's Texas, so it's hot. It's 86 <laughs> right. right now, so yeah, it's okay, it's toasty but, you know, I'm comfortable. <laughs>
0: That feels like a hundred to me, I'm sure. <laughs> this is a show about color pencil where we discuss anything and everything surrounding this medium that we love so much. And we discuss the artist. And today we're going to be talking about just some fun art projects for summertime. You know, we're in sort of a different period of time or we're embarking upon that in 2019. So regardless when you hear this, I think there's still some ideas that you may take away and try to incorporate in your summertime uh, art projects. And so what we're going to do, this is kind of a little bit different uh, style of show, but we're just going to pretty much just list some things and talk about some ideas for projects during the summertime months. Maybe it'll spark some excitement on your part and get your wheels to turning, and maybe you'll think of some subject matter that uh, we didn't think of on the show here. But one thing I would suggest is that When you're out and about Uh, If you're like me, you go and you do other things uh, not within the normal routine during the summertime, Uh, like I'm going to be going out of town for a while. So I've got a huge trip planned, nearly three weeks. And so, you know, I've got a um, Osmo Pocket and the Osmo Action camera, uh, and I love those cameras. But anyway, they're small and I can take pictures pretty quickly and discreetly. And, you know, me, I like to take pictures of people when they don't know I'm Looking and uh, especially if they're holding like some technology, a phone or something. And I might do that a little bit with some of these cameras, but I. I'm going to try to think about, you know, be very intentional about some of the uh, subject matter that I'm wanting to capture. I've got a list here. Lisa and I have put together uh, a list of things for you to think about. And incidentally, I do have some reference photos of some of these as well. And if you'd like some of those, uh, just head on over to the show notes, sharpenedartist.com slash podcast, and uh, I'll have that uh, set up for you over there, a link to to get your hands on these. So first off, a flag. Now, you could take that yourself. You can, uh, you know, if you're out and it doesn't have to be, you know, the United States of America, red and white, you know, and blue flag, you you can find some other flags are just beautiful in the sunlight. And you've got much more options here with a lot more sun being present in the evening when you're off work uh, than you typically do. And so just putting the sun, you know, as a backlit kind of thing is a lot of fun. And so that's a good one to take a picture of. And it doesn't take a fancy camera. You know, you can use your cell phone if that's all you have on you.
1: That, that's a good one. Actually, I love painting and drawing flags, too. My one tip on that is make sure it's a flag that has doesn't have fold creases in it. Like creases in the fabric oh, as far as like being it weighty beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, and I've seen people do that with like professional Here's photography where flag. they use a prop of a flag that's just been folded up and no one steamed it. Right. Oh man, you don't want that in your uh, artwork. So do you know? Watch for that on the flag. Would be my only right. tip. Too many people hang them without steaming them funny. first,
0: or it, or at least don't draw those in there. You know? Yeah, yeah. You uh, can you can take those out those as an out. artist.
1: Don't don't use that as extra detail. It's not good detail. Oh, not gosh. all detail is good detail.
0: <laughs> so right before a storm. You've got those nice, big, rich blue clouds or, uh, you know, some real dark grays going on before a storm. And then I love it when the sunlight is out and maybe it's hitting a field near you. That happened to me just recently. And I'll have a picture of that for you there in the show notes. Anyway, that's a good thing to capture. Also... After it rains, uh, some wet streets, maybe an urban kind of landscape where you've got maybe people walking on the street or you've got cars, you know, you got some traffic with um, near the evening or, you know, that twilight uh, time of day where you're seeing headlights, maybe you're seeing taillights and they're reflecting off of the street, the wetness of the street. Those can be really some fun uh, reference images to draw from and paint from.
1: Now, one of the things I really like doing is going out and this takes some time. I had to sit. I've got some amazing footage doing this. I sat out with my good camera, the big DSLR. I sat it on top of my camera bag. So it was pr- just above the ground and just focused it in on a dandelion and waited for bugs to fly by. I actually got a really good, some good footage of a bee on that dandelion. Yeah,
0: I saw that. That was so incredible.
1: Yeah, you can get, uh, if you've got a macro camera, but you can do this with your cell phone too. Just kind of set it up and wait. And wait and wait and wait, but zoom in on something small. And the great thing is you don't have to be in this like huge landscape or this beautiful landscape area. I was at like right outside of my, well, it was actually really close to a dumpster. So, but the photo, you can't tell that you can yeah. zoom in on something really small. Maybe it's a grouping of pebbles with some leaves on them or anything like that. But zoom in on these little things that are everyday things that you see all the time, but don't think about just sit there it's and all wait. all about the crop. Yeah, yeah. Just sit and wait for, in my case, I was looking for it while I was trying to get a butterfly. I've got to be close enough, sit and wait for a little critter to come by. But even the dandelion by itself, if you can get the right lighting on something so simple and something that's so everyday that we see in the summer, that can make for a great reference.
0: Oh, hummingbirds are really good right now, too. That would be a good one. Um, Might not be able to do that with a cell phone too much, though. oh
1: Yeah, mine doesn't capture those so well.
0: (laughs) right. All right. So this is, I guess, sort of related, but uh, just people walking in large groups. Those can be interesting if you, um, you know, maybe at a crosswalk or maybe they're outside of, um, you know, I don't know, uh, any kind of old building or some type of boutique shop or something like that. Maybe if there's um, any kind of tables outside of the shop, you know, set up for uh, summertime where people can just be out and enjoying the weather. Uh, Maybe they're on a park bench or something like that. The cool thing about the day and time now that we live in is that, no one's going to think anything about you holding a, a cell phone in your hand. They they don't even they don't even question it. And for that matter, really even a camera. They don't really think too much about it. They don't even think about what you're doing. And if you're out in public and they're in a public place, uh, then you are free to go ahead and photo them. Now, I wouldn't go selling those photos or anything like that, but. You can paint from that, you can draw from that, and you don't need their permission. They're in a public place, and you're in a public place. It would be nice and it would be respectful to go up to them and say, hey, I'm going to create this extreme likeness of you, and I'm going to share it all over the Internet. (laughs) But you don't necessarily have to do that, and you don't have to get all their features, and you don't have to get them, you know, uh, the front of their face or anything either, and those can make some very interesting Uh, shots just you know of the the form of the body or something or the side of the face or whatever incorporating some of the terrain around the subject
1: yeah and it's easy to get caught up in this idea of i'm painting a portrait so i need the person to pose for me you don't more often than not you're going to get the most interesting the most striking portraits when it's something just completely um Rant, you know, just random. Um, not there's a word I'm looking for. If you can't tell, and I cannot yeah. think of what it is, and
0: you're making <laughs> me think of it, I can't think of it either. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of the word for. that we can't
1: think of. <laughs> it's
0: spontaneous. It's not spontaneous <laughs> yes. though. Is that? But it, it means or? the same thing. Yeah, it's uh, maybe
1: spontaneous. I mean, spontaneous works. Something spontaneous, something that's not planned, something that's not. I mean, you obviously want your reference photo to be in focus, but you don't need to have them sit there and put their arms in the right place and look at the camera. It looks better if they don't.
0: Yeah, it actually does. What is that word? I don't know.
1: (laughs) It's kind of driving me crazy now. I'll remember like six hours from now. You'll be getting a random text uh, from me, right? When you get a one-word text, you'll know what what I was. I'll talking know
0: what about. it is. I'll be like, <laughs> "What is that?" Knowing my memory, I'll still be confused. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I know. I think those are good because, yeah, it it actually. I'm rolling my eyes, I guess, but it it just it's just not all that interesting when I do see a a say cheese type of photo that somebody drew or painted from. Um, it's like you know, okay, that. That's that's not as interesting so that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> and I've done it. But I mean, unless it's for a commission, you know, or something, yeah. try to do something different. Try to do something. That's, yeah, I mean, you've uh, got
1: to keep in mind, too. Interest. Like, for me, I like to paint portraits. And so I've done a lot that I don't sell, but I'm not going to sell. Somebody doesn't want a drawing or a, a, a painting of somebody else's kid in most cases. Yeah. But yeah. if you can get something that's a little bit more interesting with the setup of that, if somebody's doing something, they're sitting on a park bench, they're sitting at, you know, maybe at a cafe, just sitting there eating, something like that. Somebody may want then having the strangers in their home yeah. doesn't feel weird like somebody right. looking at the camera that they don't know.
0: Uncontrived, no. uh, unforced, natural. I don't know.
1: Sporadic, Unposed, no. Sporad- Maybe spontaneous no. was somebody's the gonna
0: think word. of this as we're it talking may have about been spontaneous, it, spontaneous, you now can it email us right and tell us how dumb we are <laughs> for not knowing this. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move along. Let's see here. All right. So I think maybe we talk about flowers. Yeah, a bit. Uh,
1: I mean, we kind of included that in just little things. I mean, even we can talk about that more, though, because how many times when you walk through your neighborhood and somebody's got these beautiful roses? I've done that. I went back and got my camera one day and went back out so I could get photos of those roses. Because, again, that's Mm -hmm. another one. You get the light. Early morning, late afternoon is going to be your best daytime photos. In most cases, you get the more striking shadows. But... Oh my gosh, some of my neighbors have had not not where I live now, but in the past, had the most beautiful roses. And I was lucky because it was right on the sidewalk. I didn't even have to put a step, you know, step any feet on their property. Oh so it wasn't even weird. But well, it was a little weird because I'm out there lean with out the camera. Your window. <laughs> but um no, I mean that what great reference photos i don't even have to go buy roses and here is you can get these beautiful beautiful shots and one of the things that i do recommend and that i really like i used to when i first started painting i thought any rose any flower i drew everything had to be perfect if a petal was out of place if a petal was you know torn or kind of fried got too much sun whatever starting to dry out that didn't work and to me now i think that 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 those flaws are more beautiful than Mm -hmm. everything being perfect everything looking perfect looks like fake floral arrangements to me so now And I like that when you go into some, you know, your neighbor's yard or at a park or something and you've got these flowers, those imperfections. I like to include as long as it it works with the balance of the piece. Mm -hmm. I really like to include those.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that that makes for a more compelling piece anyway. Whenever we're creating art. I mean, we we want imperfections in there. You know, we want the unplanned portrait to whatever that is. Yeah. okay, whatever that word is. All right, so sunsets that would be a good one as well. Even, uh, you know, the sunrise. I mean, just go out and figure out what's going to look good. Look, look at the weather for a while and see when you're going to have some a little bit of cloud coverage, not just entire cloud coverage, but it'll be partly cloudy, and those usually are some good times to get some beautiful sunsets with some reflections off the clouds and some different purples and pinks and blues and reds and greens. Um, that's that's a, a great thing to do in the summertime because it just seems like you have more of an opportunity to grab some good sunset references with your camera.
1: And sunsets and colored pencil are so much fun. It is such mm-hmm. good practice for blending. Because it doesn't have to be perfect. You're not worrying about every cloud being exactly like the reference photo. You just need to go for close. But it's really, really good practice for blending color and understanding how to layer things. You know, if you're new, this is one of the best things you can, I think, do to get started.
0: Yeah, it is because nobody knows what those clouds were doing at that particular time. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not like it takes that pressure off. That. Yeah, it feels like you're doing something very, very abstract. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we kind of mentioned birds because we were talking about hummingbirds. And I think I do have a, a photo of a hummingbird. Um, I do have a, a bald eagle, though, that I took a, a photo of when we were in Tennessee, I believe, somewhere. That one's kind of an interesting one. I'll, I'll include that as well. But yeah, I mean, there's just so many more birds out, right? And there's good opportunities to be able to take some photos of birds. The thing is, if you've never tried to take a photo of a bird, it's hard. It's not <laughs> easy. Um, those little boogers. I mean they they see you coming a mile away, and they just start you know flying away, and and you're you're in this little foot race with them. Uh, unless you've got a really nice telescopic lens, it's going to be kind of difficult to do that. What I try to do with that kind of thing is just take as many as you can, try to use the best camera you have, and then think about you know the fact that you want, you're outside, so you should be able to use an ISO of 100 so that you get the lowest amount of noise possible in your Photoshop, and then you'll be able to just zoom in a little bit more and not lose a lot of quality when you do that.
1: Now, a couple of tips for taking photos of birds because that's something that I'm really interested in doing mornings, which is opposite for me of what I like to do, but mornings you're going to see way more of them, but one of the things you can do too is put up a bird feeder, and if you can't leave a bird feeder up all the time because my neighbors below me were really trashy, like literally left trash all over the balcony, and now I had rats start showing up, so I had to take down the bird feeder because I didn't want to attract them, but you can train the birds to show up at a certain time where they'll learn you're, you know, at 10 in the morning, this person always has bird food out for us, and then you just yeah. sit there because those birds know this is the time, so you're going to get more during those hours or whatever time you Decide to have it up, but sitting there at a bird feeder can really work. You can also do that. Let's say if you're near a trail, I've got a trail near my home. I could teach them by putting out a handful of sunflower seeds out in a certain spot, just toss them on the ground. They know that at this time, every day I come, you do that for a couple of weeks. You can get them trained to show up when you want them to. It takes a while, but I mean, if you really are into photographing birds, those are some things that you can do to have them show up when you want them to. But that it's not an overnight thing to teach them that. No,
0: right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And And what will happen is you'll you'll have the same birds uh, coming there often. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then if you're really fortunate, you'll have a woodpecker. Uh, The thing about woodpeckers, if I I just think they're a beautiful bird. If you sit out there in a a chair or something and you start letting them get used to you being around, then they'll allow you to see most of the they're they're a real secretive bird. They try to get away from you very, very quickly. If you're doing it on a schedule and then you are physically present, the birds will get used to seeing you there and they won't be afraid of you uh, and you can get a little closer. Awesome. All right. People in canoes or kayaks going down the river, you know, and rivers and creeks uh, with the trees and that sort of thing, old logs, uh, you know, the options are endless when you go outside and you get around uh, just these natural organic shapes like that, these things that you know, are just beautiful in and of themselves, a creek just barely um, moving, you know, those kind of things are just, there's so many options when you're getting around nature like that. Okay, and so our last one here is just, um, you know, I've got some reference shots of some local ice cream shops, and I think those are fun too, because it it, it sort of just captures the moment and says summer. To people, and especially if you have people around the shop buying ice cream or something like that, it just kind of screams out, This is a relaxing summer activity uh, in a small town, that kind of thing. And I think those are a lot of fun. Uh, It doesn't have to be, you know, there, it can be, you know, I don't know, people taking a walk in a park, uh, joggers, runners, um, anything like that something that just captures the essence of this particular season uh, this hot summertime if you can capture that on your canvas or on your drawing table with whatever medium you're using you're going to capture the emotion and really that's what it's all about is we want to portray something we want to help someone to feel something something that'll speak to them. So
1: yeah. And if you're at a barbecue or something like that, get your camera out. If you've got one of your you know nieces, nephews, one of your own kids eating a hot dog, shoving a hot dog in their mouth, things like that mm-hmm. can make for some of the best paintings and drawings.
0: Oh yeah. Awesome. Well, maybe you guys have thought of something while we were talking and maybe you thought of that word we couldn't think of. Um, you can always reach out to us podcast at sharpenedartist.com. You can comment in the show notes, sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. And this is a weekly show. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartists.com.